This morning on the third hour of today, remembering Toby Keith, the country icon dying following a battle with cancer. We're looking back at his life and legendary career. Plus, King Charles' cancer fight, the palace revealing that he's receiving treatment, Prince Harry reportedly returning to the UK to visit his father, and we're live in London with the very latest. Then later, superstars, the Chiefs and 49ers taking the field in Vegas, inside the Media Day Circus, the matchup, and of course, Taylor Swift. And our Valentine's Day countdown from beautiful bouquets you can make at home to something sweet to show your love. Today, Tuesday, February 6th, 2024. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning and welcome to the third hour of today. The gang's all here this morning. I'm Chanel here with Al and Craig and Dylan. We have a lot to talk about this morning and we begin with the loss of a country music legend. Legend indeed. Toby Keith, one of the most popular country singers of all time, died yesterday at 62. 18 months ago, he revealed that he had been battling stomach cancer. Since then, Keith continued recording. He continued performing as well. In fact, just in December, if not, I'm not mistaken, NBC's Ann Thompson is here with a look at his life, his career. It was December. Yeah, right? he did three sold-out shows in Las wow. Vegas. Yeah. Amazing. Performing was absolutely oxygen for him, mm-hmm. along with songwriting. Toby Keith's website posted the announcement saying he passed away peacefully with his family by his side. Keith will be remembered for chart-topping hits and the mark he left on music and beyond. This morning, the country music world mourning one of its brightest stars. Toby Keith passing away Monday night at the age of 62 after a battle with stomach cancer. A statement posted on his Instagram page saying the singer fought his fight with grace and courage. Keith, a former oil derrick worker from Oklahoma, first topped the country charts in the 1990s with hits like Should Have Been a Cowboy and How Do You Like Me Now. Later, he got the world's attention with his smash, courtesy of the Red, White, and Blue. Keith telling today in 2019 about the impact of performing his patriotic songs on USO tours. Every one of them is important and made so many friends. And he continued with hit after hit, getting a new audience with Red Solo Cup in 2011 and performing at former President Trump's inauguration. An unstoppable force in country music, Keith has over 5,000 songs in his catalog, 42 top 10 country hits, and has sold more than 40 million albums. He stopped by today, speaking about the legacy he wants in 2010. The longevity is the last goal I have, just staying around. Hmm. I I really admire Willie and Merle and those guys who have been around for four or five decades. In the summer of 2022, Keith shocked many fans by revealing his stomach cancer diagnosis, writing, I've spent the last six months receiving chemo, radiation, and surgery. So far, so good. Speaking out about his battle as recently as this year. This is a roller coaster, and it takes a little while to get your brain wrapped around it. You can't let it define, you know, your future. But he continued to perform, including at the People's Choice Awards, where he was honored in September and accepted the Country Icon Award to a standing ovation. Now, just last month, Toby Keith celebrated the 10th anniversary of his Cancer Foundation, which provides cost-free housing for kids and their families during treatment. He is survived by his wife of almost 40 years, Tricia, as well as their three kids, 
and grandchildren. And I can tell you there are a lot of military families mm-hmm. out there who are f- very, very sad this morning because he had a special connection mm-hmm. with yeah. those, including here on the Today mm-hmm. Show, where the last time he was here, there was a Navy mom here, and he came out and gave her a great big oh. hug. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. He's got to be yeah. missed. Thank, Thank, you, Anne. Thank you, Anne. Well, now to the big news out of the UK. King Charles III battling cancer himself. Buckingham Palace announcing doctors discovered a concern during the king's recent hospital procedure for an enlarged prostate. Follow-up tests confirmed it was a form of cancer. So as of this morning, they are not saying what type of cancer, but say the king has already begun outpatient treatment. The palace confirms he shared the diagnosis personally with his sons and a source close to Prince Harry and his wife, Meghan, uh, telling BC News that Harry will travel to the UK to visit his father. So here to discuss is board certified surgeon, Dr. Cedric McFadden and NBC News contributor Wilfred Frost, who joins us live from Buckingham Palace. Good morning uh, t- to both of you. Wilfred, let's start with you. I mean, it has been confirmed uh, the king will be taking a step back um, from public facing engagements as he recovers um, and receives treatment. But what, if any, responsibilities uh, is he expected to continue on throughout his treatment? And what does this mean for, you know, Prince William, who is next in line for the throne? Yeah, so there's a difference here between the public-facing duties, that could be anything from opening a new wing of a hospital to state visits to foreign countries. He was due to go to Canada and Australia uh, in the year ahead. All of those are likely to be put on ice for now, and uh, other working royal uh, family members will have to pick up the slack there. That is different, though, from his constitutional role as monarch. Most common, that is, meeting the prime minister each week or signing all new legislation into law. That he wants to continue. He'd have to be deeply incapacitated to want to stop that. But as you say, those working members of the royal family, Prince William in particular, will have to pick up the slack on some of those public duties. And Prince William has already said he'll be doing two of those on behalf of the king uh, as soon as tomorrow. The announcement he'd be back to work sooner than expected, given, of course, his own family's health issues. His wife has been unwell. Uh, was clearly timed to show that uh, the work goes on as the family as a whole, despite this big challenge. And, and well, we heard from a source that told NBC News that Prince Harry is going to head over to the UK. I mean, how has their relationship been lately? Or can we assume some seriousness to this condition because he's headed over there? I think the main thing we can take from that is just how serious it is when a family member has cancer, cancer of any type. It's a word that sends a, a shiver down the spine of all families as a reminder that this is really a family that's processing this news um, above all else. And look, a crisis can be something that brings together family members who might have been going through challenges. I think that's what we're seeing with Harry's return home. It is also a reminder, though, that he hasn't yet seen his son to tell him this face to face. And yet we are already talking about it. It's a new era of transparency on behalf of the royal family, revealing the most innermost private uh, details. It's also just less than 24 hours on led to more questions. And they've kind of set a precedent now of openness and transparency. While the palace has been clear, there won't be an update today. There won't be a running commentary. I think we can expect, whether it's more in the weeks ahead than the days ahead, a final update of uh, more details of just how serious the condition is and what treatment it means the king will have to go through. All righty. Well, thank you. And if you hold on, Dr. Dr. McFadden. So we know that this was discovered during treatment for a, a prostate cancer or during for prostate and enlarged prostate and discovered in that that process. So what can we glean from that? We know it's not prostate cancer. Correct. And these are common 
dilemmas that we face in medicine. I mean, this we call these incidental diagnoses. This would be like preparing to repair a leaky pipe underneath your sink and finding mold in your cabinets. Mm-hmm. Now you have to deal with in addition to the leaking pipe. Um, the prostate itself sits at the base of the bladder, right? It's in the middle of the pelvis, right next to the rectum. So as you're preparing to do that initial procedure that he had, these are organs that you're likely going to encounter. Now, we can't speculate his course here, but in the preparation for any procedure, there's blood work, there are x-rays, and at some point along this journey, something abnormal was seen, like that mold, or it's like we talked about earlier, that then now needs to be addressed. King Charles, uh, 75 years old, Dr. McFadden, what do we know about how one's age impacts one's recovery? Well, age is important, but it's not the only thing that's important. There are other factors at play, such as the type of cancer, the stage or how advanced that cancer is, also the overall health of that person and their lifestyle. You know, are there smokers and those types of factors? But health, you know, as you get older, you tend to have perhaps more health problems that can impact your recovery. And also many of these treatments like chemotherapy, radiation that may be proposed can sometimes be challenging the side effects as you're older. It may be harder to bounce back. But the important lesson here age matters, but it's not the only thing that matters. And the awareness is key here. That's why they released the statement here and hopefully bring in support and encouragement to many people who may be facing cancer. We already saw that they had an increase in inquiries about a large prostate. So Mm. hopefully more good comes from this. Absolutely. Dr. McFadden, thanks so much. Also, thank Thank you you. too. We appreciate it. All right. Well, just ahead now, we are five days away from the big game. We are going to take you inside a wild media day See what happened when the Chiefs and 49ers took the field. Plus, two star-studded Super Bowl commercials. Let me come right back. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Back now with our countdown to Super Bowl 58, the big game now just five days away. In case you hadn't heard, the Chiefs and the 49ers they took the field in Vegas for a wild media day. And NBC's Kaylee Hartong was in the middle of all of it. Good morning, my friend. Good to see you. Hey, good morning, guys. I like that, Greg. In case you haven't heard, guys, the frenzy around Super Bowl's opening night was absolutely wild. Take the excitement of Vegas plus the Taylor Swift effect, and it is just getting louder. The buzz is getting louder the closer we get to Sunday. Super Bowl week officially kicking off with the Chiefs and the 49ers meeting on the same field they'll play Sunday, eyeing the Lombardi Trophy. In front of a fired-up crowd, heavily favoring Niners faithful. Thousands of media from around the world angling to get up close with the stars of the game, 
as one famous Chiefs fan dominated much of the conversation. Taylor Swift's historic Grammys night, giving boyfriend Travis Kelsey extra motivation. I told her I'll have to hold up my end of the bargain and come home some hardware, too. How many times have you met Taylor Swift? Once. <laughs> once more than the average person, you know. Super Bowl 58 will feature what was once considered an improbable clash between quarterbacks. 49ers Brock Purdy going from the last pick in the draft to the NFL's biggest stage in just two years. And I fell last for a reason. And so um, I've, I haven't held any grudges against other teams. It, it all happened how it needed to. As Patrick Mahomes has built the league's newest dynasty in Kansas City. A win on Sunday would make the Chiefs the first team to win back-to-back Super Bowls in nearly two decades. I want this one more than I've ever wanted a a Super Bowl in my life. When you guys hear people talking about the Chiefs building a dynasty, how does that make you feel? To be a part of one myself, like, that's a dream come true, and, you know, uh, it's a blessing, and, you know, we got to finish the story. But the 49ers are on a mission to avenge a heartbreaking loss to the Chiefs in Super Bowl 54. Man, I didn't watch the Super Bowl for like a year and a half after I lost and not lying. I can see it in everyone's eyes, man. The way they talk, it's everyone's really locked in. Las Vegas delivering an opening night spectacle, unlike any other. Did Christian answer your question? No. They're just here for the selfie. I'll tell you, this is a great city. I think it's great for the National Football League. Um, The people are passionate, and um, they've got a good team. You can't crack the blue man group, though. I tried. And guys, considering Taylor Swift announced at the Grammys that she is going to drop a new album, of course, Travis Kelsey was asked about that, too. He said he's heard it, and it's unbelievable. He said that with a huge smile on his face. And he said he can't wait for her to shake up the world when she releases it, guys. But he also made sure to make sure everybody knows his focus is squarely on this game. All right. Sure, that is sure. I know it's a a little chilly there, Kaylee, 45 and raining. Is it really? 45? Right? What is that? (laughs) Where's the sunshine in Vegas? It's going to warm up. It'll be be sunny on Super Bowl Sunday. Yes. Thank you, Kaylee. (laughs) Going to casino. It's always nice. That's true. Dry in there. Still to come, an in-depth look at the state of families in the U.S., parents and kids weighing in on their biggest concerns and hope for the future. And then later, whether they're for your love or your buzz, beautiful Valentine's Day can you can make it home. We're going to show you how to do it. The third hour of today, we'll be back in just 60 seconds. This morning in today's Parents, we are getting a snapshot of how parents and kids are feeling right now and their hopes for the future. Mm -hmm. The organization Common Sense Media just released their State of Kids and Families in America 2024 report. And Jim Steyer is the founder and CEO. Jim, good morning. Great to be here. Yeah, we focus so much on mental health, and I think it's so important to see the the overall health of of parents and their kids. So what what were the main takeaways from this report? Well, the main takeaways, I would summarizes saying there is definitely a youth mental health crisis in the United States Mm. and that young people feel that, look, we're parents. I know that as a parent. Al, you know that as a parent. It's real. And young people feel it and their parents feel it. And there are serious levels of concern. So we have to address it. So, okay, let's look at some of these numbers you're talking about. A lot of people rating children's mental health in their community as either just fair or poor. So, so what are some of these driving factors behind this? Well, I think the biggest driving factor overall probably is the social media consumption yep. and, and the constant time that young people today spend on social media platforms like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, et cetera. I mean, 
Some of the issues that my kids, I'm a parent of four, have dealt with have included everything from depression to body image to body insecurity. Certainly, we hear stories about suicide, Mm -hmm. really significant mental health issues that are linked to kids' experiences on social media platforms. There's a big story this morning about uh, eating disorders Mm -hmm. and various types of algorithms. So, Kids, it's very different than when we were growing up. Yeah. When we watched ads on TV sometimes that, that had inappropriate yeah. content. But it's constantly being fed to you through algorithms. So that's one really big factor. Mm-hmm. I think, second, there's a lot of scary information out there that can be in a form of bullying, but also really unsettling. And I think if you talk to young people today, they're worried about the future. Sure. Mm-hmm. And I saw another one here, poverty. That's another one, the economy and lack of parental support. Those are two other categories. That's right. And you know, the truth is the economy is actually turning in a pretty good direction. But young people, I talked to my kids, did they feel really confident about a future and they're, you know, being able to buy a house, mm-hmm. have that's a good career? That's mm-hmm. interesting. The, the people are nervous about that, but I would come back probably to the idea that living in this 24-7 digital media yeah. world with the social yeah. media platforms, we really have to do something about it. And it's been way too long since Washington stepped up and did their well, job. Well, I was just about to say, your team held its first summit surrounding some of these issues. So let's talk about it. You know, we know our kids are going to be on. Give us some advice here. Well, we look, it's pretty simple. We have major laws that, that we've passed in California, the privacy law of the country that protects all of us. We passed right. in 2018 in California. Congress has done nothing. And now you're going to see this year, California is going to run two major social media laws. And so is New York State. They're almost the same laws, almost a pincer movement that will hold companies legally liable for the content on their platforms. So once you start hitting them in their wallets Mm -hmm. and you can think the damages are really by incident can be in the hundreds of millions of dollars. Uh When they are held legally liable, the situation will change. What about like my daughter, my sons, all of them? They're just scrolling like on TikTok and it's just people, just other teenagers goofing off or, you know, it's not even there are companies who are behind it. But a lot of times it's just kids being kids. Yeah, Yeah. it's true. And a lot of stuff online is fine. And by the way, at Common Sense, we have 200 million users. We are very open. Stop just scrolling. It's the constant. So so what can we do? What, you know, besides a law as parents, what do we do? I think whether we like it or not, you have a constant dialogue with your kids about this. I mean, one thing is just how much time do you let your kids on a platform? Sure. You also have to think, depending on the age of your kid, when are you going to give them a cell phone? Mm -hmm. You know, we didn't give any of the Steyer kids a phone until they were in ninth grade. Wow. Oh, they were not happy. (laughs) Let's be very clear. They were not. No, but they're glad that we didn't now. Right. And so I think there are a lot of things parents can do, but it's an ongoing dialogue. The other thing is because we're talking about mental health. We as parents have to, I, I know you, I've seen your kids grow up, Al, and you got to talk to those kids as they get older about what are they experiencing? You know, our two daughters, body image issues, insecurities about your appearance, you know, about all the different aspects of adolescence. And so that can morph into really serious mental health yeah. issues. So I think there's an ongoing dialogue, but I do think it's completely unfair to say this is parents' responsibility alone. Correct. We've allowed that companies to make trillions of dollars with no regulation, no oversight. That has to end. That's why the hearings this week, which were sort of like a circus trial. Yeah. Um, but those guys deserve it, in my opinion. Zuckerberg deserved to get bashed, but we have to, the bottom line has got to act. And then we got to help parents. Yeah. Yeah. Jim, thank you, as uh-huh. always. Thanks, so Thanks for all you're doing. Yeah. Thank you. All thank right. you for having me. When we come back, love is in bloom. Valentine's Day is next week, and we are going to show you 
how you can make a beautiful bouquet without spending an arm and a leg at the florist. And then later, something sweet for your Valentine. Oh, I like your top. Uh, for you <laughs> with some outside the box <laughs> gift ideas. We'll be right back. Yeah. On this Tune Up Tuesday, we're getting ready for Valentine's Day. Whether you have a budding romance oh. or love in full bloom, oh. you can never go wrong with the gift of flowers. And here to share her Valentine's Day ideas, CEO and founder of Farm Girl Flowers, one of our faves, Christina. Hey. Hey. Good to see you. Hello. Thanks for having me back. Of course. All right, so you're gonna you're gonna help us yes. get to go to the supermarket, get some of those flowers, and make a professional looking. Absolutely. Yes. Okay, we how don't do we want started? it to look like this. No, this, this is, is where you've seen, right? This is yeah. before. Before. This is before. This is, after. Yeah, and we can do this so easily. This is actually easier than the last one, even. Okay, so all four of you, we have four components here. You're each going to pick one. So we have greens here. Peg, you want to take the greens? Greens. Yep, Chanel, you're going to take the linear flowers, you call them. So anything that looks like a line with tulips here. Okay. You get the ubiquitous roses. These are freedom roses, the most common ones, and some spray roses. And then, oh, Dylan, you get the the special. So these are the fancy roses. Okay. No, these are ranunculus and anemone. You always talk about kind of like a layered cake. That's what right. we're doing. Yes, okay. we're doing the layer cake method. Okay. This is what we do at Farm Girl all the time. So you can actually do a whole flower factory of these if you want to make 10 of them at a time. Okay. okay. So, Craig, you're going to take the whole bunch. Oh, the whole so bunch. So everybody take oh. the whole bunch in your hands. Okay. okay. Now okay. stagger them a little. Stagger like stagger the stems and fan them out. Okay. Fan yep. Them out. That's all you do. Fan them out. Fan there. them out. You guys are doing great. Okay. You guys now. Yes. Now, Craig, you're going to put yours down right in the center. Right okay. there first. You just you fan them out. You start yep. the fan. You're doing great. Do I go a little smaller? Yes. You're going to do one inch down from the top of the green. One Inch. Okay, one Just inch. like that. Okay, okay. And now we're going to put, after linear, we're going to put the focal flowers. Yes, the roses. Flowers. Perfect. A little bit flowers. higher, just one okay. inch down. Okay. Okay. Like so this. Each okay. One, okay. One inch. So oh, you're just, that's the third okay. layer of the cake. Okay. And then the fancy focals, because we want those like just smiling out at okay. us, right on top wow. there. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's okay. it. And that's, that's it. it. That that's all you do now. Okay. Yes, perfect. Chanel, you want to pick it up? I was going to, but I didn't want to mess it up. Look at that. Okay. Oh, that Where's America? Oh, that's beautiful. That is, right? So easy. So easy. Oh, now, sorry. Happy Valentine's Day. So how, do you, how do you wrap them okay. up? Okay. Yeah. So now we all know packaging matters, right? right. So we're going to come down here. We're going to do it in Five. pairs of two. Okay. So why not here? Chanel and okay. Al, you'll be one. All right. I'll be here in the middle to show you how. Oh, and pretty. then Dylan and Craig, you'll do the last one. Okay. okay. So first thing, you're just going to take a piece of tissue paper and you're going to fold it in half, which we already kind of did here. Okay. To make mountain peaks. See how it oh, made mountain peaks? Mountain peaks. Yep. Oh, so right here, you can see like there we have mountain peaks uh-huh. there. Okay. So now you're going to take two types of paper, one that's more like hard craft paper. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then the malleable ones. Okay. You're going to do four pieces of each, and you're just gonna, we're going to do it with one piece here. You're going to do a very loose accordion fold. That's it. Just loosely accordion, like you're in elementary you're school. So yeah. Yes. Or you're making I like an accordion with the best pants. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Just a loose accordion fold, just like this. Out like that. A bunch, but it works. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just like that. See, great. I like. You're going to do that That's four nice. times Good with job. each uh-huh. type of paper. Right. And then we already Magic of TV kind of made the nest for you. So see, you have your bouquet here. Okay. Right? You put it right in the center of the nest here. Mm-hmm. You take your accordion fold right here, put it in front, and then you just wrap it very easily around the flowers okay. like this. Ooh, and take that. your ribbon. Oh, there's ribbon. Where's the ribbon, yes. Craig? Take the right ribbon right there. The one of you hold it, one of you ribbon it. Yes. You have like ribbon little it. Okay. jobs here, just like that. Yes, yes. Did, doing great. Yep. I mean, ours doesn't look like yours. but a ballet skirt for your okay. flowers here. Are you saying ballet skirt for the flowers? Yeah, ballet skirt for the flowers. Just like that. Yep. 
What is that? And a bow. Look at that. I mean, look, you did it. Oh, look at that. That's really pretty. For you, Craig. Wow, thank you so much. You shouldn't have. I mean, I did it too low. Celebrate. Happy Valentine's Yep, it is. Like, well, we did ours a little too low. There you go. We should have done it higher. You did it higher. Yeah, a little higher. Okay. Just like that. Yeah. Just like that. Now, Christina, thank you. Yeah. You're so well. Don't we can blow it. Now, this is ours. You, you also can, have just like yes. cookies and chocolates you here, too. You can pair it with something. Don't do the teddy bear. Instead, oh, do pretty. gummy bears instead. Oh. Or make gummy nice. bears so much better. What kind of gummy bears are these? These are, I think, <laughs> champagne gummy bears. Oh, good. Some oh, rosé ones. Oh, wow. Little nice. adult Ooh, gummy bears. Pair sure. it with something that she's going to love. Mm, also, nice. it, when in doubt, just do a handwritten card. True yes, story. True story. Eighty percent of our customers just say "love you, babe." Mm. Write something, chat GPT it, do whatever, so. make something a little bit better. Yeah, I yeah. Actually yeah. Makes me feel better. Well, if you want eighty percent of getting favorite. the flowers, make a little effort for the. A little card. effort for the. Oh, right. That was yeah, great. Thank, thank you so awesome. much. Thank you. Happy, Happy Valentine's Day. Still to come. Speaking of Valentine's Day, some colorful gifts just in time. Fun ideas for your kids, your friends, and of course, your boo. And then a little bit later, you're gonna love what we're cooking up in today's food. We're going to celebrate Lunar New Year with not one, but two traditional recipes. Third hour today, right back after. I love when you say boo. Boo. Join Hoda Kotb for a brand new season of her podcast, Making Space. For season five, I am making space to talk to people who are providing a sense of hope and inspiration when life changes course. Uplifting conversations with inspiring individuals like NFL legend Drew Brees, singer-songwriter Ziggy Marley, and today's show co-anchor Savannah Guthrie as you have never heard her before. I found faith more viscerally, not because the bad thing didn't happen, but because it did. I promise you, like me, will leave these conversations with some wisdom for your own journey, empowered and inspired to make space in your own life. New episodes of Making Space with Hoda Kotb are released every Wednesday. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Valentine's Day is next week, and if you are scrambling for gift ideas, we have something for everyone today, from your kids to your Galentines. Patrice Day Williams is an affordable lifestyle expert and author of Looking Fly on a Dime. Patrice, good morning to you. Good morning. So you have some fun stuff here, so let's yes. get right to it. This is really cute. It looks this like sushi. It's absolutely adorable. It is. It's like sushi style, but they're Rice Krispie treats. Oh, cute. But they have like fun little candies on top, mm-hmm. so you can make them customized. I know you might have to just get in there with yeah, your yeah. hands, though. <laughs> but it's adorable. But they are yeah, absolutely cute. adorable. They come in a five and a ten pack. These are perfect for Valentine's Day. Like, <laughs> there you go. Oh, there you go. Just <laughs> yeah. stab oh, it. Okay. It's so good. It's a woman-owned Valentine's. business. Yeah. Women-owned business. They're local. They're in Connecticut. These are so good. I like went through like ten of them. Stuff. weekend. Yeah, yeah. So good. <laughs> they are so yeah. good. Yeah, but we oh, love these. really cute. Isn't that yeah. That's really cute. Eat like sugar crisp. Sugar okay. crisp. We love them. 10, 15, 25 bucks. And what yeah. sets cool. this apart? So this right here is Rocket Book. This is a reusable notebook. So for the person who has like 10, 15 notebooks and they can't consolidate, yes. you can actually, I know, you're like, yeah, that's yeah. me. So you can actually write on the paper mm-hmm. and then you just jot everything down as usual. And then you can upload the notes to the app, oh. to the cloud, mm-hmm. and then you just use the microfiber towel here and just erase. And it wipes it and off. And reuse. Totally oh. wipes off. You well, can get a full size. Cool. That's mini, right, I know. Like, you want to try that. How do it know? I know. Oh, like, no. do it. Yeah, just write something. There you go. Okay. And then you just write as usual. And okay. then you can like just tap the little QR code there, which, you know, you normally do and then upload. You can share notes with someone and then just wipe them right it away. Wipes just off. Wipe, yeah. You need a little. Oh, you need a little. Yeah. <laughs> a little more. Wait, that's cool, <laughs> oh that's amazing. Wipe, literally yeah. just wipes right that's away. Cool. Wow. Yeah. And it's more eco-friendly as well. Absolutely. So a little travel pack. Travel 
travel pouch. This is great for the gym as well. So this is Mark and Graham, their vegan monogram tote. This is less than $50 oh, here. Wow. So you can customize it with your initials. But what I really love is that it zips completely flat. So it's like, whereas some totes, like, you can't really get all the way in there. Yeah. Right. This zips completely flat, so you have access to everything that That's you really need. That's really nice. Cool. That navy blue one is nice. Oh, they are. It's pretty. Okay. Tons of colors here. All right. Oh, look at these cute little crayons. Okay, yeah, another small, local, mom-owned business. So these are custom crayons. They're non-toxic. Mm-hmm. These are perfect for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So it says Cutie Pie, the XOXO. You can also get them oh, in custom colors really and everything. Mm-hmm. So these are just really great for the kids, and they're fun. And again, small, oh, woman-owned, Sorry, mom-owned doodle business. With <laughs> Stop. They're perfect for doodling, though. All right. So. Anybody want a pedicure in a box? Ooh. Sure. And this yes. is right. Sign me up. who does it? So this is Petty in a Box. That's what it's called. Um, it's by Vosh. And you get all of these products in here. It comes with a soap. It comes with a scrub. It comes with a moisturizer. It comes with everything that you need for a little pedicure. So this is great for that. a little self-care, girls' yeah. night in while you're watching or some boys Netflix. Boys, too. Everyone sure. needs soft feet. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You got That's feet. Right. You need to take Pets care of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why not? <Yes. laughs> And last but not least, yeah, what is this? this is absolutely adorable, but it's functional. This is the Hamilton Beach mini sandwich maker. Okay. So you see it has like a few layers here, and you're like, okay. what is this? You basically just layer your sandwich. So you start on the bottom, you use some bread. And then in the middle, you can put like some pre-cooked meat, uh-huh. cheese, and then in the center portion, you put an egg as well. Okay. It cooks your sandwich in like five minutes flat. Oh, That's kind of so cute. It is. This is great for Valentine's the kids Day this, as like, well. I don't love do- using the stove as much. Exactly. It's yeah. nice and it's easy. Like, Clean up is easy. As well. That's really cute. Exactly. Customize the ingredients as well. Okay. So it cooks all of the ingredients. Well, you want to use pre-cooked meat. Oh, so, so that's sure. the thing, though. Okay. But it cooks the Should egg, though. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Is, really is How do it know? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like that might explode. Oh, I don't, oh no, that's yeah, not cooked. Explode. That, oh, oh, I'm like, okay. I didn't make that. Don't blame me. But the good news is it's got uncooked <laughs> sausage. So you're yeah, fine. So you'll be fine. It'll be okay. I think you're fine. That was just yolk. Patrice, thank you so much. When Chanel's not here, tomorrow. I know. <laughs> Have a little tummy ache. Um, for more of these products, you can go to today.com slash shop. Uh, just ahead, we're celebrating so Lunar bad. New Year. We're, oh, oh my gosh. Uh, with two fantastic recipes, including fried rice, and it is cooked, that you can make at home. <laughs> Third hour of today, we'll be right back. Welcome back, Lunar New Year, this Saturday. And to help kick off the holiday, we have international chef Chihi Wong. Her new cookbook, Walk for Less, just came out last month. She's here to show us two recipes for the holiday. It's a clever name for a book, by the way. I love way. it. Thank <laughs> you so much. It's a great book, too. Thank I was flipping through it. It's, it's a times for now, right? So we're going to make this whole fish. Yes. What is the significance behind making a whole fish to celebrate the Lunar New Year? Well, the Lunar New Year, you know, it's all about abundance, prosperity, luck, and wealth, and, Amen. you know, lots of symbolism. And so a whole fish from the head to the tail means you're going to have a complete unified year. Oh, yeah. Okay. And fish is also a homonym for abundance. So when we mm. say yu, which is the word for fish, yu is also nian nian yo yu, which means abundance. Yeah. So whatever sounds lucky, whatever sounds <laughs> prosperity, yes. you know, you go for you it. You go for oh, it. Oh um, my goodness. I just <laughs> tried this. I find it very Sorry. intimidating though to so just good. tackle a, a whole fish. Yes. But um, you know what? Get the fishmonger to basically okay. clean it for you. Look for the nice, shiny, bright eyes, lovely, bloody gills. Um, the skin is not um, sort of slimy. Okay, 
this? This, this is a black sea bass, okay. um, American, beautiful, absolutely shining, glossy. And what we do is just basically season with some ground black pepper, or you could use white pepper, okay. and a little bit of salt. And then we're going to stuff the cavities with some fresh ginger mm. because that gets rid of any sort of you know, fishiness. You want a lovely, oh. sweet scent okay. of the oh, fish. And we also have some Shaoxing rice wine. And another pro tip is some corn flour or cornstarch oh. slurry, which is the silken corn flour mixed okay. with a little cold water. Use and what you do is you just literally use your fingers like that mm -hmm. over and it'll protect the juices of the oh. fish when it steams. Because, you know, you don't want to lose too much of the, the juices. Okay. Thank you so much. And then what we do is we go ahead oh, we're and we pop it. this. Right. So that because this is on and it's hot and there's um, water in there, be careful. But okay. you line it with some greaseproof paper. Just punch some so, holes. You know, do some paper? DIY parchment okay. paper. Um, add a heatproof plate in there. That's going to collect all the juices, you know, okay. of the fish oh. as it steams. And don't worry if a little bit of the tail pops out. It's all good. <laughs> okay. And like we just pop that in. <laughs> <Yeah. Sure. laughs> We're going to steam the fish. How long you know, does that for take? about uh, sort of six to seven minutes. Oh, okay. Because this this is actually quite a big fish, so I would actually say eight to nine. For okay. Okay. One. And while the fish is steaming, um, come over here, and I'm going to show you how to make a delicious rice. This looks fantastic. So we go in with some rapeseed oil. It's just, you know, a flavorless, odorless oil. We don't cook with toasted sesame oil because um, actually we use this toasted sesame oil for seasoning. Okay. Um, because, you know, what it does, it's got a high sort of heating point okay. and it could burn. So anything neutral, you know, vegetable oil. Those were lardons? Lardons, unsmoked going in there. You know, pork is lucky. Yes. Pork is like, especially pork belly. Um, so we go in there with some dark, ooh, try and spill everything. <laughs> A little dark soy sauce for flavor. Yeah, there you go. And that's the little Shaoxing rice wine. Perfect. And then we're going to go in with... Uh, the veggies, Craig, sorry, the red cabbage, lots of red cabbage, <laughs> you know what? and then the rice. the rice. You taste all these and layers. The rice, yeah. you do. And then this is just fluffy jasmine okay. rice. Okay, but you, and then you just literally. Do you want to use rice from the day before? Does that? You can, okay. yeah. And when I cook rice, I always like try and cook a little bit extra. Okay. And then just cover it in the fridge with some cling film. Mm. Uh, you know, dress it with a little bit of toasted sesame oil. So the grains, you want to see, look, the grains are literally, you want to do this motion where you're flipping mm -hmm. and tossing, it's not, not together. stabbing. Okay. Because when you stab, you're going to lose the integrity of the oh. rice grain. Chef, really quickly, you know? the, the significance then, of the red cabbage. So the cabbage, red, again, for luck wow. and prosperity. That's okay. what you want. Wow. And a little bit of lemon juice in there, I and then know. finally the cracked black pepper. Oh, we gotta move down here to make the sauce. We have sauce. 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 Oh, sauce. Okay, sauce. Okay, sauce. So quickly, some garlic, ginger, yes. some fresh chilies. Okay. We got scallions in mm -hmm. there. We got some Sichuan pepper. Uh -huh. um, just give that a good chop. I would put this sauce with anything. It's so good. Well, that rice is good. Yeah. That rice is yeah. really good. This what is that? Basically, chili bean sauce, a little soy, mm. rice vinegar, and some cornstarch. Okay. Wow. And then it, this thickens up. You see, this is instant sauce. Wow. This is beautiful. And then literally let that just all oh simmer away. Amazing. And then you just pour this delicious sauce. With this ginger, like, this is amazing. You know, the, oh the restaurants, goodness. this is what they do. They heat that up so mm -hmm. it's nice and hot. Uh -huh. And then what we do is we literally, last minute, go just ahead pour and it on top. pour it on More oh, sauce. Yeah. You can't wow. get more sauce. Goodness. Oh my God. Right? This is that delicious. Is so good. That Thank fish you. is so flavorful. Thank so you so much. Once it's steamed and cooked through, just sort of 
fall apart. Yes, yes. And so you to check to see if it's cooked, you want it nice and white mm -hmm. um, and opaque and a little bit flaky. So when you mm. like, you know, press down a little bit, especially in the center, mm -hmm. it's got a lovely gentle give. Yeah, it just flakes. Yeah, and if you don't, you and know. it's so not fishy. This is one of my favorite dishes. Thank you. You can't Happy have enough. Thank you. Go to Chinatown, Don't forget, everybody. You can save, uh, save both of these recipes by signing really up good. for a Today Food account. You sign up for the account, you get the recipes, or you can scan the QR code below, or you can head to today.com slash food. Third hour today. Right back after. Oh, this is Isn't amazing? Yeah. Thank you, Seth. We are so happy that you were here with us this morning. This Juan. is so good. Thank so you. wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you so much. You can come back tomorrow because tomorrow okay. the third hour today, we're going to have actor Nicola Peltz Beckham live in studio. Coming up on Hood and Jenna, the celebrity scoop with Justin Sylvester. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Delicious.